listening to Black Girls Blade, a podcast dedicated to Black women in the permanent makeup industry who's ready to level up in business, unlock the keys to success, and grow your empire. Every other week, we will talk about education, business strategies, product recommendations, and artist interviews. I'm your host, Keisha Taylor. Now let's get started. Thanks for tuning in to Black Girls Blade. We are kicking off our season two episodes with our quarter four business series. On today's episode of Black Girls Blade, we welcome Tony Brown of Sky Media Group. Tony is a brand strategist. She helps women build their brand based on their brand message, visual identity, and website growth systems. So let's welcome Tony to Black Girls Blade. Hi, Tony. Welcome to Black Girls Blade. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started? Yes. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm excited to talk to you about branding and you, just a, a little bit about me. I have been a designer for about 10 years. I have a legal background. I, I actually used to take my laptop to my corporate job to try to work on my business. And thankfully, they never said anything to me. So I was able to grow my business just back in the day with MySpace and what was it? Friendster or something like that in Black Planet. <laughs> All of those are early social media platforms. And that's, I developed a love for just coding html remember if you're you know your listeners out there remember there was a time when even facebook and myspace allowed you to add coding language to your profile so you could change out the colors you could add photos and music i definitely remember the music because my theme song was i love you by faith evans (laughs) um And so I developed a love for design then, but because I was a mom and I had responsibilities, I didn't really think that of design as a business or that I could go in business for myself as a designer because I, I didn't know how to do it. I just had a love for making things. But a few years ago or some time ago, I stopped working in corporate America, I actually got fired out of corporate America and I never looked back and just pursued my business full time for the past just seven years. That's awesome. Like I always love to see women who leave their corporate job and go off on their own and able to make it, especially like when you have kids, because you know, jobs, they aren't really flexible when you have a family and you have to take off work, you know, for your child or they get sick or it's a mess. It's like they want you there no matter what. It's like we want people there for our business. But I think when you're more in a creative business, like you're more flexible with other people. Yes, that's true. You you definitely have more grace. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So can you tell us what is brand strategy? Brand strategy, uh, people have different definitions, but how I look at brand strategy is it's a plan and a foundation for how you're going to build your business so that the way that your audience interacts with you is how you want them to interact. So it's different than starting a business and saying, I want to start a business and I have a logo and I'm in business. That's not really a strategic thought. What is more of a strategic thought is I want to start a business. This is why. This is who I want to serve. This is how I'm going to serve them. And this is the way that I'm going to um, reach them with what I say and create content that they like. So it goes from 
a visual perspective, which is usually what people are thinking when they say start their business, they want to have a logo to more of a strategic foundation, meaning I know my business is going to be serving somebody else. So I need to have a strategy for how I'm going to make my brand be recognizable and memorable in their minds. And that is more than just a logo. A logo doesn't really say anything about a business. It's just a, a piece of a business, but it's not the whole of a business. Okay. So I know a lot of people, they really do think that a logo is the brand. <laughs> they know, do, it's they a, do. I know it's a part of the you know whole package. How can we explain to them that like when you create a logo or get a logo, that's just not it. Like what else do they need to be doing in order to get their business recognized, you know, instead of just thinking that the logo is the brand? You understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I do. I really think that it's about education. When I work with clients and even with the content that I put out, I always try to make it clear that it's strategy first. So it's like, you know, there are graphic designers who serve a specific need and they are designers. They design business cards and flyers and logos. You have those designers. But then you have another set of designers that are more strategic and want to work with companies and businesses as a whole. So they're creating an entire visual and messaging environment for a business to succeed. So there's a difference between those two type of designers. There will always be a need for designers that design um, pieces of marketing and brand assets. But I think that the conversation you know, when shit, you know, needs to shift to talking more about more about strategic branding and design, because that strategic branding and design is still trying to solve a problem, even with, you know, these one off designs with like flyers and everything, they're still trying to solve a problem. So I think if the for strategists and designers and coaches that are in the, you know, area of branding should really educate their clients and that a logo is not the only thing that you need for your business is a piece of your business. But then you still have platforms out there that, you know, like Fiverr that does like one off pieces of design. And it will always be a need for that. And clients will always, you know, want to go there. People, consumers will want to go that route, but they'll end up going back to the beginning and realizing, oh, that wasn't the way to go. So it's just a constant conversation about your logo is not your brand. It, it just has to be on repeat. Yes, I definitely agree with that. I mean, you know, I'm well educated with branding and logos. I do know that a logo is not, you know, it's not your brand. It doesn't say anything about who you are serving. It's just a graphic or an image. And I think like a lot of people really need, like you said, they really need to understand the difference because Mm -hmm. you do need a brand strategy if you plan on being in business for the longevity part of it. Yes, What should we stop doing like when it comes to branding, especially like, you know, my audience is particularly black women. That's who I serve, black women in the permanent makeup space or beauty Mm -hmm. industry. Um, So we can get, you know, kind of what should we um, stop doing like when it comes to branding? Well, besides thinking that your logo is your brand, I think that we should stop creating businesses without knowing who you're talking to and how you're going to reach those, you know, your audience. 
along with design, you have the messaging. So the messaging is the other side of strategy that um, new brands and even existing brands often miss is they miss the messaging and that the messaging is not just everything that you say out of your mouth. That's not your message. Your brand message is carefully crafted pieces of verbiage that you use to explain who you're talking to, what their pain points are, how your services can solve their problems, what your motivations are, you know, just everything that makes up who you and your business are. That is your message. And so when it comes to branding, it's very important for new brands and existing brands to stop going into business without developing their message because it's what you say that's going to differentiate you from similar businesses. You know, visuals don't separate you entirely, you know, like in, in the financial industry, maybe if you're talking about visuals, their visuals might be money, a bank. Um, green, blue. So all those visuals are really common in the banking industry or financial industry. But what separates similar businesses is what they say, who their target audience is, what type of content are they creating to target that specific audience and so on. So I think not forgetting their message is another thing that um, businesses should should do. Don't forget about the message. Yes. Don't forget about the message. Mm -hmm. So this next topic, this is a big topic for me because I've been preaching this for a long time. But, you know, as we evolve, like, you know, with the Internet, you know, it's came such a long way. But as like all these different companies are coming out with website platforms and templates and everything, why is it important that you have a website? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I have this conversation with my friends a lot, but I think that social media has replaced in people's mind the need for a website. Sometimes I see influencers and, you know, businesses thinking that the social media is your website, but you don't own social media. And what you're posting on social media is just a snapshot of your business. It's just a snapshot of who you are. And to understand who somebody really is, you have to scroll through a bunch of posts to see things. It's not a professional standard for a business. It's good to be on social media as a business, but your website, the website is the professional standard for businesses. I have an agency with uh, my friends called Marketing by Melanin. And one of the things that we always say is we want to make websites great again. So <laughs> I think that, you know, people don't update their website. They don't create one. They don't pay attention to it. They don't make sure that it's responsive. Um, that is meaning that it's mobile friendly. Links are broken. Pictures are missing. And they just really, you know, throw up a website and totally forget that it, it still represents your business. If somebody Googles you, Googles your business, your website will probably come up before your social media does. And so when people go to your website, it needs to look like it needs to be as put together as your, you know, social media posts are, for example. And the website is really still a, a professional standard for people to know about your services, see your work, learn how they can contact you, read your blog post and so forth. So a website is very valuable to businesses. So how often should you be updating your website like as a business? It depends. Updating could be something so simple as creating a blog post. That's an update. Or if you take new headshots, you swap out your old headshots, for example. But I noticed that 
companies go through a lot of rebranding. They rebrand all the time. They keep rebranding and rebranding. And before companies rebrand, they have to know why are they rebranding? What's the purpose? Are you going after a new target audience? Do you have new services? Are you transforming from a service-based business to a personal brand? So those are serious considerations to think about because a rebrand is not just, oh, I need a new logo and I need some new colors. Really, you shouldn't be changing your logo and your colors hardly ever. Just look at some of the big brands. You know, Chick-fil-A has been around for a long time. They've been using red and white and the black and white cow forever. So even though they have different messaging and they have different specials and things like that, the colors and the graphic language stays the same. And so it's the same with businesses. You shouldn't be changing your logo unless it's ugly. (laughs) Unless it's (laughs) ugly, unless you, you know, and maybe you got a fiber to do it or something and not, you know, putting fiber down, anything like that, because some talented people that work there, unless you got, you know, it's in your mind, amateur, for example, and you might want it to be more refined. Okay. But you shouldn't be changing your colors, you know, like going from using, you know, red, yellow, and orange or whatever to like pink, blue, and you in purple, like those are two huge shifts, you know, so you really shouldn't be rebranding yourself hardly ever unless there's some type of growth in your company or you have a new program or some or, or you know, a new program or a new division or something like that. But if you're updating your website, you can do that, you know, with like a simple blog post or headshot or something like that. But, you know, I see companies rebranding way too much. You don't know who they are from one day to the next. Okay, so your advice should be maybe they should hire a brand strategist from the beginning so that they won't be changing the logo often because, you know, I know this from personal experience, but Fiverr is good and it's nice and cheap and you can get something up and quick. But if you really don't understand like the color psychology and brand guidelines, you will be lost in messaging. That's mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> That's yes, you will. fact. Mm-hmm. So can you talk to us about brand guidelines and why should we have them? Yes. Brand style guidelines are so important. Brand style guidelines, usually it's a book. Usually it's like it's a guide. It's a guide for how are you going to use your visual assets now. Included in a brand style guide um, will be instructions about your logo, your colors, the percentage of your colors that you should be using in your brands, the fonts you're using, how the font should be laid out, your core values, how is your content and your images going to reinforce your core values and things like that. And that doesn't change. And so if you have a brand style guideline is a strategic move because it, and it'll help you to not be able to just keep changing all the time. It's like whenever you feel the need to change or you're getting antsy or, or something, if you have brand style guidelines, you go back to them and say, yes, this is the reason why we chose this shade of orange because, you know, it means this and, you know, it really helps to center your visual identity so that you won't be changing. And then it gives you guidelines for how you can create additional marketing materials for yourself. So if you have an event coming up and you want to make sure that your flyer is professional, whether you you know do it yourself or give it to a designer to create it for you, 
you can give your designer your brand style guidelines and they'll say, oh, I'm using these color numbers. I'm using this font. And it just keeps everything consistent across your brand. So it's really, really um, important to have brand style guidelines as well. That's awesome advice. What are some of the branding red flags that you see around, especially like I don't, you know, since I'm in a beauty industry, but uh, what are some common like red flags that you see? When it comes to branding? Well, when I'm looking at, like, for instance, when I started my business, I didn't know what I was doing. So I didn't have the educational knowledge to understand what it was that I was doing. But I would look for bed and breakfasts for me and my boyfriend at the time. And I would, this is very early on. This was, how old was I? This was like 20 years ago. So I'm saying my age. So it was about 20 years ago when I started to look at bed and breakfasts, I would go to the website. I'm trying to go to, you know, a luxurious place, a nice place, but then I go to the website and the website looks all over the place. That is a red flag. So if your website does not match your services and presentation and customer service, then it's a disconnect because the first thing that I do when I'm trying to decide if I'm going to hire someone is I look at their website. The second thing is if the social media, namely Instagram, is all over the place. So if you are a hairstylist, for example, and I go to your Instagram page and there are no hairstyles, It's just pictures of you and your friends hanging out. That's a disconnect because I'm going to say as a consumer, okay, when does she style hair? When does the styling happen? It's a disconnect. And even though, you know, we're all in quarantine because of the pandemic, when we were out and networking, if I meet someone who, you know, online and they seem outgoing and everything like that, and then you meet them in person and they're complete opposite, that's a disconnect. It's like something is going on. So, That's why it's important that from everything to how you present, whether you can still present yourself on Zoom now, too. So even though we're not meeting each other in person, I mean, even showing up on the Zoom is about, you know, and when you're representing your business, that's about branding and what you say in your stories and the things that you post and, you know, all of that has to do with branding. So anything to me that is a disconnect between what you want people to believe and who you really are. And because branding is about perception. So who you really are and what you want people to believe should be consistent. If there's any breakup in that chain, then people are going to get confused and they might not want to do business with you. Yes, that's awesome advice. I love that because like you said, I see so many accounts and For one, I don't hire anybody unless they have a website. So Mm -hmm. I I don't even look at you unless you have a website. (laughs) So true. And I spend money on everything. If you got a website, you are definitely getting my money if it looks good. Yes. You're not getting any money from me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's important, especially like in the beauty industry, you are representing beauty. Yes. You know, people want to see that in you. And I yes. think that's important to convey that message through your brand and through your website and everything else that you put out there as far as like your social media. So with that being said, can you give me like Three of your top brands that you love because they have the overall message and they just look good inside and out. 
Well, I mentioned one already, but Chick-fil-A. Like, who doesn't love Chick-fil-A? Like, we love Chick-fil-A so much that when they're closed on Sundays, we're, like, ready for Monday so we can go to Chick. But I love their brandy because it's so simple. The colors are simple. Red, white, and black. And then their mascot is the black and white cow. Even the way that their fonts are, where they had the promotion out some time ago that said got chicken. It's just clean and to the point and their customer service is excellent. So that's another thing. It's like if your brand looks amazing, but then you get on the phone with, you know, on a sales call or you're in a meeting and your personality falls flat, again, there's a disconnect. But like with Chick-fil-A, their customer service is enviable. They definitely do things with their customer service that even as small businesses, they can emulate. Another brand that I like, it's been around for such a long time and people might not look at it as a brand, but it absolutely is, is I look at PayPal. So PayPal's is a good example of how their logo has developed over the years. So they, you know, it started out one way and then as their company grew and continued to, you know, get more and more just notoriety or whatever, the logo transformed. It's not so far-fetched that, you know, they didn't start using cursive here and then started, you know, using another font there. It's just a clean progression of a logo. And I think that's a really good thing to look at, you know, when we're thinking about, you know, changing our own logos, for example, how far away from what your logo used to look like to what it looks like now. Can people still recognize your brand even if you change your logo? So that means that if you're changing your logo, don't have such a drastic transformation that people don't recognize you anymore. And of course, their website is a very simple, easy interface, which it has to be. That's another lesson too. When your website has a ton of information, like nonprofits, for example, their websites have a ton of information but it has to be user-friendly. PayPal doesn't have the best looking website, but it doesn't have to look good. It just, because you're dealing with people's money, it has to be very simple for a, a consumer to log in and find out you know, what's going on with their account. So PayPal is another one. I also like, there's so many, where do I shop? Well, <laughs> I actually like, Sheen. So I shop on Sheen a lot and I like them because of the variety of products that they have. But sometimes when companies offer a lot of products, a lot of merchandise, everything is just all over the place and they're offering dog collars and t-shirts and silverware. They offer a whole bunch of stuff. But with Sheen, they offer clothing and they offer um, house stuff, but the mood of the things that they offer is still the same. They're marketing to a specific type of woman, even from the houseware to the clothes, um, to how the website is designed to their app. It's still seamless. They still have their customer in mind, which is like a funky woman in her age can just basically range, but she just like quality clothing that's different and just fresh and good quality. So that's a, a, you know, something else for small businesses to really look at is that, you know, if you are diversifying your, you know, product portfolio, are you still targeting the same consumer or are you targeting everybody? Because everybody is not your target market. Just like on Sheen, everybody is not their target market. They 
target a specific type of woman. And you can see that from their website to their social media, to their products and even their packaging too. There's so many brands that I like, but I think those three um, give small businesses some really good lessons to pay attention to and emulate. Well, thank you, Tony. That was was very good. I love that. I have my favorite brand. Like I love Chanel. Like I love. Mm -hmm, Like I love Apple. Mm -hmm. I'm a Google. I love Google. Mm -hmm. Like I love like the modern, the clean layout. And I'm always looking at the UI because the mm-hmm. way I use the website, like that's important too. Mm-hmm. Is when people like, especially like I want to say for beauty industry professionals, make it clear and concise when they come to your website what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. If you want them to book with you or you know check out you know your classes, like be clear and concise and not so all over the place yes. in the messaging gets lost again. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. All right. Well, thanks, Tony. Thanks for coming on Black Girls. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Where can our listeners find out more about the services that you offer and how can they get in touch with you? Take out your paper and pencil because it's a lot. (laughs) So I work with women entrepreneurs um, with personal branding at brandcoachtony.com. And it's the same thing on Instagram at brandcoachtony. I also, um, my first love, my baby, my business I started 10 years ago was Sky Media Group. And that's Sky with an E at the end. So it's skymediagroup.com. The Instagram is also Sky Media Group. I have started an all-woman Black creative, strategic and creative um, planning and design agency with my friends. It's called Marketing by Melanin, and the by is actually an X. On Instagram is Work with Melanin, and our website is launching on November the 15th, and we are so excited to collaborate as friends and my sister too, and just serve industries at higher levels. So, I'm everywhere, really. <laughs> well, I wish you luck and, um, with, you know, wish you much success in Thank Sky you. Media Group and Marketing by Melanin. I'm excited to see what's coming up and I'll be on that page looking. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So again, thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure speaking yes, with you yes, and I look thank forward you. to speaking with you in the future. Yes. Me too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Tony. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Black Girls Blade. Make sure to visit us at our website at www.blackgirlsblade.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Black Girls Blade and never miss an episode. See you again in two weeks for more tips, tricks, strategies, conversations, and interviews.